0: Good morning, Bogertov. I wanted to allow space and time for Rabbi Jonathan Sachs and what he had to teach um, instead of just lumping it all together with what Rabbi Markowitz taught on Sukkot, even though everything could be taught as a separate lesson. I mean, with Rabbi Markowitz, we, had Markowitz, we ended up with six ideas. I'm sure there's a lot more. And now with Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, You'll see what he comes to teach us and how rabbis could disagree and argue, but they still remain friends and they were able to accept each other's differences. Another beautiful trait in uh, Judaism and what Judaism comes to teach. All right, so here goes. I'm going to play a little music uh, live from, actually from Israel, and then I'm going to share with you the um, ideas from Rabbi Jonathan Sacks. Here we go. Sukkot in a nutshell according to Rabbi Jonathan Sachs. The Torah tells us to live in Sukkot for seven days. All native-born Israelites are to live in Sukkot so that your descendants will know that I had the Israelites live in Sukkot when I brought them out of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. You'll find this in Baikra chapter 23 verses 42 and 43. Now there are two opinions in the Mishnah. Rabbi Eliezer how the sukkah represents the clouds of glory that surround the Israelites during the wilderness years, protecting them from heat during the day and the cold during the night, and bathing them with the radiance of the divine presence. Now, on the other hand, always, right? Rabbi Kiva, on the other hand, said sukkot mamash, meaning a sukkah is a sukkah, no more and no less. It is a hut, a booth, a temporary dwelling. It has no symbolism, it is what it is. So keep that in mind. We'll see what happens and where it goes, where it takes us. Um, and then you'll see which approach speaks to you, as Rabbi Six asks us to consider. If we follow Rabbi Eliezer, then it's obvious why we celebrate by making a sukkah. It is there to remind us of a miracle. All three pilgrimage festivals are about miracles. Passover is about the miracle of Exodus. Shavuot is about the miracle of the revelation of Mount Sinai. And Sukkot is about God's tender care of his people during the journey across the desert. But according to Rabbi Akiva, a sukkah is merely a hut. So what was the miracle? There is nothing unusual about living in a hut if you're living a nomadic existence in the desert. Why should there be a festival dedicated to something ordinary, commonplace, and not miraculous? Okay, hold your horses. Here it comes. Rashbam. Rashi's grandson, says the sukkah was there to remind the Israelites of their past, so that at the very moment when they were feeling the greatest satisfaction of living in Israel, at the time of the ingathering of the produce of the land, they should remember their lowly origins. They were once a group of refugees without a home, never knowing when they would have to move on. The Festival of the Sukkot, according to Rush Bomb, exists to remind us of our humble origins so we never fall into the complacency of taking freedom, the land of Israel, and the blessings it yields for granted. However, there's another way of understanding Rabbi Kiva. Okay, number two. The Sukkot represents the courage the Israelites had to travel to move to leave security behind and follow God's call. Sound familiar? as did Abraham and Sarah at the dawn of our history. According to Rabbi Akiva, the sukkah is the temporary home of a temporarily homeless people. It symbolized the courage of a bride willing to follow her husband on a risk-laden journey to a place she had never seen before. Purple mattresses and pillows are designed to... Nu- Oops, sorry about that. I didn't realize that the, the song was finished. I could always go play it again. <laughs> You know, it's so interesting when all these interruptions interrupt our thoughts because then you realize um, all this is just temporary. People are trying to sell things. And what value do these things actually have? They're replaceable. But what we're really talking about in terms of faith, and also that we were taken care of in the desert, and that we had a sense of security even though we were so vulnerable. Uh, look where we've come today, and what really counts, what really matters, is our trust and faith in Hashem and the kind of people that we are in securing and enabling this happiness to just grow within us. Okay, so now I'm going to go back to talking a little bit about how these nomads, here a wife is following her husband on a risk-laden journey to a place she had never seen before, a love that showed itself in the fact that she was willing to live in a hut, trusting her husband's promise that one day they would have a permanent home. There's the word trust again, right? What is truly remarkable is that Sukkot is called by tradition, Zaman Simchatenu, our time of joy. Now, where does that idea come from, right? How can you have a sense of joy if you're feeling so vulnerable and your life is at risk? You don't know how you're going to get through the desert and find a place to establish a home. That to me is the wonder at the heart of the Jewish experience. The Jews throughout the ages were able to experience risk and uncertainty at every level of their existence, and yet they were still able to rejoice and find that happiness, right? That is spiritual courage of a high order. Faith is not certainty. Faith is the courage to live with uncertainty. Faith is the ability to rejoice in the midst of instability and change, traveling through the wilderness of time toward an unknown destination. Awesome. All right. So think about um, the way of looking at a sukkah, what the sukkah represents, and think about what Rabbi Eliezer came to teach us. Now, question number one. Which of these three approaches to sukkot speaks to you the most? Personal opinion. Number two. What's the link between the themes of sukkot explained here in Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur? Okay. Um, And we all know that it's a chain link fence and everything is linked together. Number three, can you think of examples from Jewish history when Jews lived through risk and uncertainty? Yes. Yet still managed to find joy in their lives? Absolutely. Uh, And even in modern times, I could think. All right. So, again, there's no um, exact uh, opinion. um there is a favored answer for number two, but again, number one and number three are open to discussion. And what I'm hoping that everybody will be able to do on this Sukkot is think about lessons learned and inspiration acquired and inspiration that touched our heart and our soul through Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. For me, it was that incredible shofar blast after Na'ila. Oh my God, it just blew me away. And I think it also shook me to the core. So I had a sense of intense happiness, but I also felt really rattled. And so I guess that's really the vulnerability, being exposed and learning how to sit quietly with this vulnerability and where that'll take us. And so I hope and I wish that all of us will find a way to um, find that touchstone to our faith. And find the key that's going to unlock that eternal, eternal and internal happiness that all resides within us. May you have a wonderful Sukkot holiday. May we all be blessed with faith and with happiness. A real joy, a real sense of Zaman Simchatenu.